0: Welcome to the Seek Podcast. 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 Yes, it's me back again, Chris Eng, intern for Mr. Cole and Miss Mora. So today I have a very special guest. This person is a student in the SEEK program. This person is pursuing a career in social work, and they have a story that I was intrigued by, and I'd like to hear a little bit more about it today. Renee Smith is on the podcast.
1: Hi, everyone. How's it going?
0: It's going all right. Hello,
1: Christopher.
0: Yes. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the pod and taking the time to do it.
1: Of course.
0: How are you uh, doing today?
1: doing pretty well yeah pretty well how are you doing today
0: doing okay so you have about what is it two or three months until you graduate i sure do yeah how does that feel it
1: feels amazing because i'm almost done and the journey itself was definitely definitely hard so it's just great to be at this point of almost almost being done
0: you feel like you got the hang of it by now
1: i sure do i think now i know how to flow with school and the motions of how to get through college and get through all the assignments and just to time myself accordingly
0: was it a gradual thing
1: it definitely was i think it goes on with age as you mature you just start to figure it out more because i don't think my high school prepared me for that college transition from high school to college there was just like they just threw me in the field i didn't know what i was doing i didn't know how to go about anything but yeah I was. I'm here. <laughs> I just know I was going to classes, and that responsibility was on me.
0: So the academics were different in college than in high school. For sure. By far. Mhm. Because
1: okay. you know you make your own schedule. You go about it when you feel like it. Everything is just on you. So it's how serious you take it. Yeah. For sure.
0: What high school did you go to?
1: I went right to high school in the Bronx. I went to a public high school, Theodore okay. Roosevelt High School, um, on Fordham Road. Cool. Not too far from here, actually.
0: Uh, how was that experience for you?
1: That experience was okay. I was a pretty yeah. shy student in high school, but yeah. it gradually got better.
0: Yeah? hmm How were the uh, academics in, in high school?
1: They were pretty good, I think. Easy enough? Very easy to pass. It was a okay. public school. I think now yeah. that I'm older, I see the difference with public and charter and Catholic. It's a whole different academic field in yeah. a, everywhere, so... It yeah. being a public school, I do think the academics could have been a lot more vigorous and structured to prepare me for college, but yeah. it was enough to get you by, to pass the regions. But it didn't really
0: CT. prepare you for no, college? No, not at how all. How it should have. Not
1: college-level work, no. No.
0: You went to Queens College for your first year?
1: I did. All
0: right. What prompted you to go there after high school?
1: I went there since because they um, accepted me to the SEEK program, mm-hmm. so I was intrigued, so I went there because it was... I'm from the Bronx, so I was like, you know, it's a different borough. not going upstate to college. So Mm -hmm. I was like, let me go explore this borough and see what that's about. Mm -hmm. So I went to Queens College for a summer program that they did for SEEK, and it was really fun. Um, I got to meet a lot of the kids that's going to be in the SEEK program and on campus. So it was definitely a way to interact, get to know people, and get to see what I would be having to go through while I'm in school.
0: Was there anything uh, that you noticed about Queens as a borough that was different than the Bronx that stood out to you?
1: Oh, 100%. Things like standing online line for the bus, <laughs> they don't do that in the Bronx. They stand scattered. Um, Queens is a lot more structured. I can see that. Okay. It was a mo- lot more structured. It was lot cleaner as far as atmosphere and the school was in like its own little community it was really nice Um, i I really enjoyed the school the reasons for leaving was just too far and they didn't have a degree that i wanted to settle on there was Mm -hmm. no degree that really had my heart to say i should continue my journey here so i left Mm
0: -hmm. and then what uh brought you to lehman
1: the wide degree options and that it was a four-year school, cause I was like, if I'm leaving from this four-year school, I want to just go into another four-year school to you know sure. transfer all these credits and not have any discrepancies. Mm.
0: Taking a, a bit of a step back, was was college always something that you knew that you were gonna do?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was always into like um, school, and I seen, you know, like the struggle growing up for people that um, didn't really go to school in my family. So I kind of always just said I want to secure my education so I could have a more secure future for myself
0: sure you have any uh siblings i do yeah
1: and my mom has eight kids oh wow yes nice. i come from a really big family where are you in the uh i'm the third one. Third one yes so cool. third oldest everyone else is younger not too young i think the youngest is nine
0: so your two older siblings did they go to college before you
1: my older brother, he did not go to college. He ended up and he's actually incarcerated currently. Okay. So, but my sister, she went to college. She went to Oswego, but her experience in Oswego was a bit chaotic, so she ended up coming back to the city, but she didn't finish school.
0: Okay. Did she like talk to you about school at all? Like did you take from her experience and
1: I think uh, what I took from her experience was that I'm not going to party as much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let me not party as much and like, yeah, focus on yeah. my work. That's really what that's, I took away. That's a,
0: a learning curve that I don't know if we can even cover on this <laughs> podcast. But, uh, yeah, okay, Because cool. that freedom
1: is something else. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you get there, and then it's like, wow, well, I can do whatever I want. I'm going to do what I want to do.
1: Literally. Which is, is party. 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 Stadium status.
0: I have this whole thing about like, I think that, it, you know, ideally in an ideal world, like taking a year off would be a good idea before college, because I think that as a 17, 18 year old, like mm-hmm. we're expected to know what we want to do, yeah. Um, yeah, but absolutely. it's a pretty young age to know. And I think that if if you get some experience in the workforce, you might see the other side, see what the workforce is all about and mm-hmm. then be like, okay, now I know what this is, what this feels like. Let me go back and see.
1: And I think that that should be an option. Because honestly, like going straight into it, I was just like a deer in headlights. I didn't know what I was doing. I was 17. I'm like, this is so foreign to me. I'm confused. It definitely is a big responsibility to take in. So I see why she partied hard.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you were at Queens, and then you transferred to uh, Lehman because they had more career options, more majors at Lehman. So talk about what the first year at
1: Lehman was like for you. Um, the first year was honestly hard because, because I was now in the Bronx, and I'm familiar with the Bronx. I kind of became a little, a little hesitant to go to classes. I wasn't as determined. The drive wasn't there because I was just in an area that I was so familiar with. So it was just senioritis kicked in before I was a senior. I was just very much over it. Yeah. And I just didn't know what I was doing. And I was still trying to get the hang of it because, again, I was kind of a shy student. So I'm, like, coming to this whole new school. don't know anyone. So mm-hmm. it was different.
0: So that, that internal drive uh, wasn't really there no. at that point.
1: No. Do you
0: think that that's something that you can seek out and get? Or do you think that it happens naturally, like, that sort of idea? Because it's like, when you're that age, it's not like, there's somebody telling you the right thing to do Mm -hmm. for sure is graduate college it's Mm -hmm. like you have to think of it yourself as something that you want to do so you have to tell yourself i want to graduate college you have to be your own your
1: own person i think now i've definitely gained that identity to say like i want to graduate college but before that that wasn't there because i didn't see the I didn't understand the seriousness of it. I know, all right, college is a great choice. This is obviously what I should be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still didn't grasp what, essentially, I'm going to be doing in school. Like, I was just just at school. And
0: school is, like, kind of tough to be doing if you're just doing it Mm -hmm. just to do it. Yeah. Just for some vague idea of, like, I'll probably make more money.
1: Mm -hmm. And then um, now you see a lot of people getting money through other ways. Like, they're not in school, and they're accumulating a big amount of money like doing other things like um hair lashes these are just female things boys are becoming barbers anything that just it and if they get the amount of clientele it just becomes they're their own boss at this point Mm. so you see that and it makes you think maybe i don't need to go to school (laughs) maybe this is not what i need to do right but it's something that's wanted of me to do
0: wanted of you to do Mm -hmm. that's interesting What is that
1: like for my family, like okay. they want me to go to college, they want me to graduate. But I've never had that drive to say, like, I'm going to college. I'm gonna Did become you, this yeah. and this and this. I I gained it while I was in school.
0: Were your parents like in your ear about going to college?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it was you're going to college. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> there was no other options. There were never talks about, you know, there's you could do this or maybe join the army. Yeah. It was yeah, yeah. just yeah, no, you're going to school. It's, it's college. Going to college. You have
0: to go to college. Like mm-hmm. When I was 17, I'm like, well, I want to be a, a famous musician. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, you have to go to college. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just go to art school. Yeah. And I do not even, it's like, you don't need to go to art school to become a famous musician. But mm-hmm. like, I just, you know, wanted, I needed to like check that box.
1: At least you tried it, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you're at Lehman. It's your second year of college. Mm-hmm. And the classes are tough. Is it mostly that the motivation isn't there or was it there like like tough academics too?
1: Oh, it was pretty tough because I yeah. um decided to do a bio class and I'm really bad at science. I've always been bad at science. Me too. So yeah. just that like even that like going into that class, I felt so like everyone knew everything. The first day of class, everybody was saying the answers and I'm just sitting there confused, <laughs> conflicted. Because yeah. I'm like, it's not on the slideshow, like where is this information yeah. coming from? Yeah. I, it was just so overwhelming. I really felt so out of place in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And then I took other classes electives, so a mm-hmm. lot of math, um, writing. I find that I like writing classes, I like to write. So mm-hmm. writing was okay. And then I took Spanish. So the first semester here was just eventful because I'm taking all these different subjects and I'm just, it just felt like I'm in high school again.
0: Mm-hmm. So you hit a point where you weren't doing as well as you wanted to do in school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. When was that?
1: It was that semester, my first year at Lehman. Okay. And then when I got into the second year, things just started to spiral. Like, the classes, it just, I just wasn't internally motivated to do these classes. Like, mm-hmm. I just did not know what I was doing. I knew it was almost time to declare. I had nothing I wanted to declare in yet. Like, I haven't found, I wasn't able to find my path yet. Mm-hmm. So I just felt hopeless almost. Mm-hmm.
0: What did and you do
1: then? Then I actually stopped attending my science course, but I didn't realize the severity of my decision. So I didn't um, reach out and inform, you know, the financial aid offices and the registrar's office that I don't want to be in this course anymore. So that gave me an unofficial withdrawal from the course. And that plummeted my GPA. I was baffled.
0: Just to clarify here, an unofficial withdrawal is a WU grade.
1: I was receiving emails like you're on academic probation. Sure. And at this point, I was jaw-dropped because I'm I was a good student. I was a good student yeah. in high school. So yeah. it was just like, even though I'm not internally motivated to get this work done, I was getting it done. Yeah. I just gave up on myself.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, like while I was in school, I was working. So it was just like I just gave up on myself. It was a like a hard moment for me mentally. Yeah. So I just I didn't realize how like mentally like stuck I felt. Cause I didn't feel like anyone was hearing me or they just expected you do this, do this, do this. But it's like, I'm not okay. (laughs) Like I'm not okay, but okay.
0: So how long was that period then?
1: That period lasted up until the end of my first year at Lehman. Mm. At that point I'm like, I need to figure out what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like I can't just keep going and I have no game plan, no alternatives, no options. Like what am I doing here? Mm -hmm. Like I'm putting all this money into this. My time that yeah. I could have been doing in anything else, Sh- yeah. shit, I could have been a flight attendant. Like I'm yeah. just like yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like I'm here. What am I doing? Yeah. So that summer, I kind of really just sat, thought, and really contemplated. So coming into school 2020, I reached out to advisors mm-hmm. and to find out what's my best route. Like what should like what should I do? Honestly, I was really coming out for answers.
0: Mm-hmm. That was a. Spring of 2020 or?
1: Mm-hmm. No, the fall of, the fall 2020. of 2020. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: so everything was, was in uh, on Zoom for a while, right?
1: Yeah, that started in spring actually.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. right, right, right. It started
1: around spring. So fall, we were still on campus. So I was here, so, I was reaching out to yeah, advisors yeah. to try to figure out my game plan. Cause like now I'm on academic probation. I'm like, I don't want to get kicked out of school. <laughs> like
0: So yeah, so that added to it. So yeah, in I mean, the spring of worse. 2020, you were already like, I don't know why I'm here. And then COVID kicked in. Mm-hmm. So then it was all on Zoom.
1: Mm -hmm. did that
0: change your opinion on it or anything or is that just like another thing
1: for me that actually made it a lot better really yeah i actually go not the answer
0: that i thought i
1: actually really enjoyed being home in my own space yeah getting work done yeah yeah. like just just sitting there because i felt so uncomfortable in classrooms and i never understood why like i just was really socially uncomfortable like my anxiety would be through the roof and i'm like i never spoke so that was really jeopardizing Mm -hmm. my work output, it really was. And honestly, that take back to just be home during COVID, yes, it was a hard transition, especially as far as health and all this online and then my siblings, so it was definitely a lot. Mm -hmm. But I actually essentially needed that just to really lock in and figure out what I want to do. So the classes, I started to reach out to advisors. I started to get my classes in order. And at this point, I started to figure out, okay, this is the course I want to take. This is how I want to go about things. And I did that to come through to my home.
0: (laughs) Nice. So it was like a good reset button.
1: It really was. I definitely needed a reset.
0: So the, the moment that was really like, oh, I have to get it together, was the thing where you you dropped the class mm-hmm. and you didn't? That the probation. Okay. That whole
1: thing kind of just like scared me and put it into perspective. Like, this yeah. is serious. You can't just yeah. be in the school yeah. like yeah. going through the motion. You have to take yeah. it serious. So yeah. that definitely put me into perspective.
0: Cool. And then in 2021, your sophomore year at Lehman, right?
1: Like, yeah, upper sophomore uh, at this point. Sophomore. That's how they would have considered it. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. You uh, decided on a major?
1: I did. Um, cool. I actually spoke to a psychologist. And she was super duper helpful. Um, I kind of just went to her more so for just mental reasons. I was like, maybe if I talk to someone, I could kind of just let it out. And, yeah. Because it, it's hard to kind of let it out to my mom, so I don't think she understood. So okay. to speak to somebody outside, it just mm-hmm. felt... A lot better. Yeah, a neutral person. Yeah, they, you know, they were biased or anything. So Mm -hmm. I spoke with her and just her like guidance, confidence, and just enthusiasm to see me do better. Like she, like, just that push that's like, you can do this. Even if this is not what you want to do, you have options. Mm I actually really needed that. Like, it was really like motivating for me. So I started to dig into like psychology courses, which opened up my mind to social work. Cool. Because even as a like as a kid, I've always like yearned to help people. That was mm-hmm. that was something that I like to do. I'm like, you know, I love hanging out with kids. I would love to be like a pediatric. But again, I'm so bad at science, so it's like I <laughs> yeah, can't do that. Too. So what else can I do that would essentially allow me to help children, but mm-hmm. not be an educator? No. <laughs> but yeah. what else can I do that would be helpful to children or even adults? Like, what can I do?
0: Was there any like inspiration from just seeing a psychologist where it was like. You kind of got inspired to maybe like be a psychologist one day Mm -hmm. because of that?
1: Honestly, the way her tone was and how she went about the meeting, it was really empowering. It was because I just, it just made me feel like I want to talk to people that probably feel like me and help them and not be somebody similar to the school and how they made me feel like I'm just not doing good, you're doing bad, that's it. Like just the whole giving up aspect, she didn't put that stigma on me. She made me feel like, you can do this and I definitely needed that type of encouragement and just, it opened my eyes to say like, all right, I like this. Maybe this can be a path I choose and through the psychology courses and learning about, you know, the brain and development, child adolescence, that class I really enjoyed. That opened my eyes to Psychological What did you enjoy
0: about that class?
1: Just learning about the development of children. It made me look at myself and I'm like, this is normal. Like hearing other people's stories in the classroom, literally everyone had a story like the end of the semester we wrapped it up with like a two-page spiel about our childhood developments where we are now hearing mm. some people's stories i was just it's
0: cathartic right
1: And yeah i'm trying to find the word. It, it was so it was really good it was just yeah. like i'm really like i learned from that moment like there's other yeah. people that's been in worse circumstances yeah. and then to see them push this far and then like going through school and just you hear it and it makes you think I'm gonna like take back. I'm gonna analyze myself and yeah. figure out my best, my next steps because yeah. it could be much worse. I ha- like it. I have to figure this out.
0: <laughs> yeah, when when I'm learning about that kind of stuff because we're you're getting a major in social work. Yes. And I'm currently uh, getting my master's in social work at Hunter. Mm-hmm. So we've been learning about the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, one thing that I really connected with what you were just saying is like when you're learning about all the the psychology and stuff. It's like a exercise of like, okay, that's me. That's not me. That's me. Like, mm-hmm. all these things that are like, oh, did this happen? Is this why your brain is this way? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's like lifting the the hood of a car or whatever, seeing how mm-hmm. it works.
1: And I noticed yeah. it all works coincide with each other because yeah. my internship experience now, like my fieldwork placement is at elementary school and mm-hmm. I'm in a student-based support team office mm-hmm. That's coincide with the family worker, the mm-hmm. school psychologist, the licensed clinical social worker, the social worker, then me. Like we all yeah. they literally work together and they kind of throw the names in the air, like I have to get with him for IEP and then the IEP gets back to the social worker, and then the social worker yeah. has to digest by the IEP. A village, yes. It it really does to really yeah. help people.
0: Yeah. What's your placement like now? Like what ages are you working with?
1: Seven to
0: nine. Seven to nine. Seven to wow. nine wow. So first and second grade is tough.
1: Mm-hmm. That's really like the stepping tools. Yeah. The things that they're learning in those classes is gearing them up for third, fourth, and fifth grade. So do you
0: have like one-on-one meetings with first graders? Mm-hmm yeah mm-hmm. and they just come in and they're upset about something and then it's your job to what
1: the meetings are definitely not i think everyone has a different story there's yeah. some this one client i have her story is a lot more personal and she's very socially aware so the conversation yeah. to, to even to my surprise it does get really deep and sometimes yeah. i have to ref, like reflect like Yo, this is a kid so i gotta watch yeah. how i talk and how yeah. i formulate my words because she gets it, but I also have to keep it professionally appropriate of for her age group. Yeah. But some of the other kids, they kind of have like temper tantrums, and I just get them through that emotion mostly. I'm just like figuring out the best solution to get them to not behave this way. That's yeah. really what it is essentially. Yeah. I actually want to get into talking to the older kids cuz I feel like yeah. they would have way more to say. Yeah. I don't really like dig deep with them, like, clientele-wise. Mm-hmm. But I have interactions with some of them that give, some of the kids I give a little bit of trouble, behavioral issues. Mm-hmm. So they're a lot more wordy. So I feel like I'm getting more, Even like, normal. the 11-year-olds. Yes, yeah. because 11-year-olds now, you'd be surprised. The things they say, yeah. especially coming from the neighborhood that they're from, It's 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 a lot. They see a lot. They understand a lot. Whether they understand it to its extent, yeah. they understand enough to say, like, they're aware of the violence, the poverty and the low income ness even in their community. Yeah.
0: I looked at your cover letter for Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um in it you were talking about how you had uh jobs, you had experiences working with like emotionally disturbed people or like mm-hmm. people with anger issues, people with depression. Was that also a reason why you wanted to get into social work a little bit.
1: And surprisingly, those jobs weren't even um, social work based jobs. They were actually yeah. jobs like the Bronx Zoo, yeah. <laughs> um, summer yeah, yeah. youth employment. I did like summer camp. So I had to interact with like the parents. Yes. Um, even at the zoo, like I'm interacting with kids, teachers. It's so many different personalities. And yeah. at that age, I was about 16 when I was working at the zoo, for season on the winter position. Uh-huh. When I was doing that, it was a weekend job because you know I go to school Monday through Friday. So I only did it on the weekend. I was around, like, adults, older people. I was the youngest worker there. So Mm -hmm. just hearing their stories a lot of times and how they interact with each other, it matured me because I was able to take on the responsibility of working and being around people and all their attitudes conflicting. And I was, I'm very observant. So I've observed, a, I observe a lot of it. So it was just like, I was just taking it and I'm like, is this what my life is gonna be like <laughs> a few years from now? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't like this. Like, I would see people yelling at their kids, hitting them. And this was at the zoo. So yeah. as far as children, I didn't understand that. Or if some parents, when I worked at Summer Youth for the like, summer camp, mm-hmm. They would come in reeking of alcohol, dropping mm-hmm. their kids off, but mm-hmm. I didn't say anything because I don't know what am I supposed to say. I kind of just noticed it. So mm-hmm. my social awareness was through the roof for certain kids, like mm-hmm. their behavior and then their parents, it correlates so well. So it's just like, ooh.
0: So that opened up a curiosity in the mm-hmm. way that people work and why people act the way that they act. For sure. Okay. And then that stuck with you. And then in the middle of college, you were like...
1: I wanna like try Let's to do this. Yeah, I wanna make people make it a better place for people cuz I always knew yeah. I wanted to work with people. Yeah. I just didn't know in what way I would be yeah. working with people.
0: You've been learning strictly about social work for the last like half a year then, right? Like mm-hmm. you did all your general credits and then now it's like this. Mhm. Yeah. Strictly
1: strictly social yeah, work Yeah. Related. You're not burnt out? this semester I really wanted to be part time. I was like, oh I need a moment. But I had to be full time to get that like to get the last bit of credits I needed. So I'm like, oh, I gotta do this. And even those classes, I could have took two electives. But I'm like uh, let me just take two social work classes just to stay in the, keep yeah. my mind still flowing with the social workness of my yeah. major. Yeah. So I decided to jump on the KSAC, because I really don't know much about drug abuse and stuff. I wasn't around drug abuse growing up, so I yeah. was like, let me jump into this, because I know a lot of the kids I work with, their parents struggle with um, addictions, so I'm like, let me see what that's about. Cool. So I joined like the KSAC classes as an elective, so it's been pretty okay.
0: Yeah, for me, I think one of the, the big... Things I noticed starting at, at Hunter was just like the doom and gloom of it all.
1: Mm-hmm. Just like, oof,
0: all right. This is really interesting stuff, but it's all a little heartbreaking.
1: Mm-hmm. Or really
0: heartbreaking. Yeah.
1: is um, definitely, you can get burnt out for sure. Yeah. Even at my internship, I hear my other, other people in the room say they're just drained, they're tired. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot to take in. It yeah. is. Um, one of my students, I actually have, I formed a real strong bond with him. Yeah. I didn't want to you're not really supposed to but when i look at him i kind of see like my younger brother so Mm -hmm. it like it really breaks my heart because he's going through so much things like at home and it's just like i just want to hug him and tell him i love him like you're loved by people there's people that really care about you you know yeah but you can only do so much
0: yeah you can only do do
1: so much to help someone yeah
0: i mean yeah it's kind of learning how to work with them without trying to give them the answers
1: mm-hmm. for and i find working with kids you gotta you still have to interact with the parents yeah so i can't ignore his parents yeah i have to accept what what it is and try to offer guidance in a way or like suggestions maybe because i can't tell them this is what you should do yeah. i want to do that i want to tell them maybe you should consider yeah <laughs>
0: You have that, Just for
1: the benefit of
0: You have that subtext of like, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. I'm gonna kinda talk around it and talk around it say, just so you
1: could probably take up on the hand. Like maybe you should consider yeah, doing this. Yeah, I think this yeah. would help um your son a lot. Yeah. But this yeah, is really yeah. me saying, You need to do this. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm hoping yeah. you're gonna do if you it. you Keep doing
0: this other thing, your kid's gonna be
1: He's gonna keep suffering for it, and yeah, it's not fair to him.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Coming back when you had that like switch of like Oh,
1: like this is what I'm
0: Talk about that. Then were you just like a, a great student? No. Like, oh.
1: <laughs> like, you know? Or was
0: there like still like, you
1: know? No, there was definitely still obstacles. I wasn't a great student, but I really tried to be the best student. I yeah. tried to yeah. get the work done. Sure. I, I reached out to um, resources mm-hmm. um, instead of just, just giving up or saying, I'm not doing this, is too much, or like being overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to like seeks writing courses, um, tutors, anything to just help me or like, you know, can you guys look over my essay or just probably provide me with advice on how to structure this, structure that. Mm-hmm. Just to give me that extra feedback because mm-hmm. I don't want to submit it. And then it's like, this is not okay. And then I get a F and bunch sure. you know, and stuff. So the pivot definitely came from just knowing what I wanted to do. Yeah. So once I figured out like, this is something I want to do. Yeah, social work. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that determination just kind of just came out like okay i like this i'm not taking all these electives i'm taking classes on what i want to learn yeah so it was it was more it was better
0: what's next for you
1: what's next is my masters yeah (laughs) and then from there i don't know
0: yeah me neither i don't know know. what i want to do either
1: but i'm gonna figure it out
0: (laughs) yeah
1: from there i really don't know maybe
0: something to do with social work though yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> some, some, something in correlation. Yeah. I don't know.
0: At the school, is that your first experience as a social worker?
1: It's my first experience there.
0: Yeah. What was your like initial, kind of reaction of like, what it was like, or what you thought it was gonna be like, or whatever.
1: Going into it, I was. I was so excited to be a little intern. I'm like, this is going to be like yeah. the movies. I'm yeah. going to be following by my supervisor, go catching her somebody. coffee. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but that yeah, was yeah. not what I was doing at all. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you find yourself sitting in a room a lot, just doing work unrelated to what you're supposed to be doing. Because yeah. it's yeah. like, you could only interact with the kids at a certain time because yeah. they have to go to like essential learning blocks. So it's just like, what am I doing Yeah. for yeah. this long amount of time of hours here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's a school so the setup is so different i can't just yeah i'm not just working with people back to back to back, to, back, to, back to.
0: and sometimes like people don't have time to like give you tasks all the time like mm-hmm. people are on their own thing they're that's, doing their own that's thing.
1: literally what i had to figure out yeah, and i think like, that oh, there was gotta, such a like, detachment yeah, so i had to yeah. fi- i had to take that initiative to figure out what to do yeah because my supervisor was always so busy and I noticed she didn't really want me hanging underneath her. Like, she'd be like, oh, you don't have to stay with me. So, I'm yeah, like, you're like, but I don't have anything okay, else to do. But I don't know what to do. Yeah, so, I yeah, just, yeah. like, kind of work on assignments midway. Yeah. I kind of squeeze in the essay here and there, process of course, recording. Of
0: course. Because yes, <laughs> I'm like, I if I'm here, I it. might as well. Yeah.
1: Because I don't really meet with clients too much in the day. I probably meet with them, like, three times. I'm there if a crisis occurs. Yeah. That's really
0: it. And working with um, students uh, ages 7 to 9, mm-hmm. what was, like, the initial...
1: I was really nervous. Just yeah. because yeah. I've worked with kids up uh, for a long time. Again, I come from a big family. Mm-hmm. So I'm very comfortable with children. Yeah. But I've never spoken to children in this aspect of I'm trying to help guide you to get better. Yeah. That was completely different for me because I'm like how do i tell this kid like, like conversations tell... are weighted yeah it's it's so much different just yeah. even the what's being spoken about how i have to go about it like what the best solutions rather than when i was in summer camp and these kids were fighting stop fighting guys that's it done yeah i have to really when dive a, into yeah. it like i have to really dive into what's going on like because yeah it's more than just their fighting 24 7 now i gotta talk about the i have to understand this kid's story
0: gotta go deeper
1: gotta go deeper so yeah. it's definitely more selecting who i have to really interact with but yeah that's what i that's what i've taken back from this experience
0: <laughs> yeah my challenge right now is when i'm talking to clients here it's like i don't want to talk to them as if i'm trying to get them to do something
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's like i want to you know, learn from them and assess them the best I can and then mm-hmm. maybe get them to see certain areas of their lives that are connected that they didn't understand, whatever, Notice. like whatever knowledge I can give them that will inform their decisions. But
1: and that's actually a fear I have, even jumping into like field work, if they put me somewhere with adults, because again, I'm so comfortable with children. Yeah. I don't know. How can I sit and tell an adult, this is what you should be doing? Yeah. That is because kind of... Nerve-wracking for me. So I'm like, I don't know how to... That adjustment, I don't know. So I don't know if I see myself working with adults. I might just stick with children. (laughs) Because, honestly, in this world I've noticed people are going to make decisions. Mm -hmm. And they're going to stick beside them. What do you mean? Like, they're going to do something knowing its consequences. Yeah. They're going to do it knowing the consequences. I mean, that's with everything. It could be in a good way or a bad way, but it's going to get done. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to say. Oh, maybe you shouldn't do that or like. Because yeah. I think they kind of in the back of their mind they know they know. They know. Yeah. Or yeah, they yeah. Probably need, that's like with me. I knew I was doing bad in school, so maybe still I, can't, do it, the, and I still that that doing it. Still was doing bad, and it's yeah, just yeah. like I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I know yeah. what I was doing wrong. But there's so much more to it. Again, I needed that extra push, that motivation. Everybody needs that extra something. Yeah. So
0: sometimes it's just life will give it to you, and then- it
1: really will.
0: I really appreciate you coming in and being on the pod. Yes,
1: of course, I think it was really good. Yeah,
0: thank you for telling your story. No problem. Um, do you have anything that you'd like to promote?
1: I would like to promote to seek help if you think you need help. I think that's so essential. Like if you feel like you need just advice or someone to talk to, a neutral base is really good to start. Like don't feel like you don't need to see like a psychiatrist or a therapist because you don't want people in your business. If you feel like you need help, just get it. Just go get it. So much resources. You shouldn't like confide yourself into like this hole of depression, just feeling so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And there's so many resources around you that can help you get through these emotions.
0: Absolutely. I second that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, Renee, thank you so much. Yes, of um,
1: course.
0: Good luck. And I'm sure that I will see you down the road sometime and we can talk more about social work
1: sure i'm gonna see you probably walking hunter (laughs) walking Hunter halls i'll see you walking through (laughs)
0: silverman campus
1: there we go all right
0: all right thanks again
1: no problem
0: thanks everybody for listening and for seek students please go visit your seek advisor and also just a reminder there are mental health counselors available at lehman